Back Time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150 811. Radio 934. Uh, Kevin uh, from Titalangi is uh, on the line first up this morning, and uh, Kevin would have been watching all things sport over the weekend. Uh, Kevin, what'd you make of that Ashes comeback by England? Okay, good morning, by the way, Smithy. Um, it was a great, it was a great game, and uh, I think both teams have got great bowling attacks. And as we've spoken before, uh, Smithy, I couldn't understand why um, Bears never had Wokes and Wooden initially. Um, I think you know um, um, Anderson's been a good bowler, but he's coming up to an age where not a lot of people are around at that age. And I think these two guys not only bowled well, but they batted well at the end. Of, I think they put on fifty between them. So. They they did about eighty percent or fifty or sixty percent of the um, winning total, you know. Um, and I thought it was a great game, and it's going to be an interesting series now because two one, when you're leading two nil, it's not so bad. When it's two one, it gets into the person that's got two, it gets into their head a bit. Oh look, there's no doubt about it. Um, Baz will feel uh, confident. I mean, he he didn't joke about it. He was pretty serious when he said, "What a great Ashes it would be to win from two nil down, create a bit more history along the way." Uh, and he seriously will, um, he's that kind of personality that he, he wouldn't have been saying that um, in jest either. He actually believed it and, and uh, now you can see it in that performance, I think. Um, in terms of Mark Wood, Mark Wood was, I think, uh, very doubtful for the first couple of tests in terms of an injury. He was just trying to get back to full extent, but you can see the difference when you've got raw pace at 150 um, and Australia were not that happy about it. You could just see the... Th- um, some of them just a little bit staying inside the ball a little bit further than they normally would. So I think <clears throat> I think that um, Mark, what is a massive factor? The, uh, what uh, what they do need now, uh, to be fair, uh, England is a lot of pace in this Old Trafford pitch. Yeah, I think so, um, Smithy. And, and the other thing too, you, you, you look at the batting. We've spoken about this before. Warner's got out to the 17th time against um, um, Broad, so he obviously doesn't re- um, read the moving ball. Um, so there might be a time coming there for him. And uh, Labashane, as, as we've spoken before, he is no good outside that off stump. He just hangs that bat and he, he, he keeps doing it repeatedly. And uh, so you might be looking at a one and three position change there. Um, as we spoke before, I think the English wicketkeeper, he's, he's keeping OK, but his batting's gone off. And I just think there might be a bit of a either injury or fitness um, problem there with, with him. Uh, look, I, I would replace uh, Johnny Bairstow. He's just not anywhere near the Johnny Bairstow who was prior to this uh, broken leg. He's just not giving the same production and he's not as agile. There's no, no doubt about it. So I'd be looking at him. I, I'd be looking at him, but I, I don't think it's going to happen, Kev. Uh, thanks very much for your, your call on the cricket, mate. I, I look forward to your calls every time. Thank you, Brian from Hibiscus Ghost. Uh, g'day, Brian. How are you going? Good. Good, thanks, Ian. Uh, some observations. One I see in the Herald this morning, stage eight of the Tour de France, Corbin Strong finished ninth. So he, he's having a good tour, although he's not featuring in the general classification. So that's that's one. Number two, Lydia Ko may be um, thinking too much about trying to get into the Ladies Hall of Fame of golf and trying too hard in and also perhaps in the back of her mind she's thinking about perhaps starting a family and and that's why i think she's not playing the best that we have seen for some time the third one is the cricket i chose not to get up this morning when there were about 50 or 60 to get i thought i'll stay in bed and listen on my transistor 
Well, you know what, Ian? Not once uh, to that last, uh, say, 45 minutes and then the wash-up afterwards, did the people commentating give us the score? Like in the old days, the late, great Alan Richards and, and Waddle, they would go through the, uh, the scores, Ian, batting and bowling. And I listened for about half an hour after the whole thing was over to the Aussie part of your program, and not once again did they give the score. What do you think about that? Well, they should. What they should do, and uh, I'm a bit of a stickler for that because I'm old school as well. I want to see the field in my mind. I want them. I want me to. I want them yeah. to tell me what the field said is. I need to know that. I need them to paint a picture for me. So that's very disappointing if, if that's the case. We'll make a, a note yeah, of it and pass yeah. it on through uh, uh, your... your uh, if you could, you know, even, even with uh, JC, if you can get to him and just tell him that people back in, in New Zealand, the oldies who, who uh, would like to hear who, who scored what, you know, now and again. Thank yep, you, Ian. Absolutely right. Cheers, Brian. Uh, thanks for your call. We'll do that, uh, shall we? Now, he, i got a text here from Barry. All I want to hear is from Dean from Dunedin, munching on humble pie, especially on Rico's performance. Good morning, Dean. How are you? Yeah, I was hoping there'd be something out like that. No, I don't mind at all. Like, I won't um, eat too much humble pie until after this weekend, though, to be fair. I want to see the man under pressure, and I want to see him distribute the ball her outside back. So I think when he took that gap early on was absolutely sensational. I've never doubted his finishing ability whatsoever. I doubt his distribution ability and his vision under pressure. But that game was a hell of a step in the right direction. You've got to give credit where credit's due. And I was more than happy to see. And Geordie. Geordie stepped up as well. I won't dine out on Bodie Barrett. I'd really like to see Stevenson have a crack there. We've got nothing to lose. But for me, those those two locks, Smithy, like, well, I've harped on enough and you're on your radio show and said that I want to see consistency of selection. Now, now I'm sort of sound like a bit of a hypocrite. I, I don't know whether we risk... I don't want to risk losing the game to South Africa, but it's in New Zealand and they always struggle here a wee bit. And do we stick with those two locks knowing what we're going to get out of Rotelic and White Lock? Like, they're fit, ready, just... Do we say, I don't hate saying that, because I want to see their 15 go out there and just destroy everyone. Simple as that, Smithy. Whether Rico's at 13 or 11, he's always in my team. It's just, I'm just not, I'm not 100% sure at 13 at this stage. But he is looking better, but it's taken four years, I remember. And he is an all-black. So, I don't know. Everything else looks pretty damn good. I think, I don't want to mention that uh, spectator, but the guys, Sam would be on an, um, uh, what is it? No. Uh, not a murder charge, but if he had to tackle him with those concrete shoulders, that press would be dead. And would it be that big a deal? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Oh. Dino, uh, that's as close, I imagine. It's, uh, thanks very much for your call. It's as close to humble pie. I think uh, I think we're going to have to set us, uh, settle for that, Barry. I think that's a really nice little... Um, I think it's a nice little dish of, of humble pie. I won't say it's a massive serving, but I think Dino was pretty cool there. Uh, but I'm with Dean too. I'm absolutely with Dean. Uh, we'll talk again next Monday, shall we? Um, if we're saying the same things about uh, this all-black side next Monday, we'll have to put the spring box to bed very early on in the piece. Hello. Wouldn't that be uh, pretty cool? Cliff, g'day. Cliff, how are you? Hello, Cliff. Not there? 
Oh, yeah, let's go to, go, shall we go to John then, fellas? Shall we go to John from, uh, g'day John, how are you this morning? Yeah, morning Smithy, yeah, totally agree with um, Dino there. I know he's been harping on about um, Iwani in the centres for years, but I think Iwani played one of the best games I've seen him play in a black jersey. And also, um, just in terms of the group, I, I need to eat some humble pie too. I suggested that Tamaiti Williams should start in front of him, but the group just showed that he's the best loose head prop in, in New Zealand and, you know, nearly in the world, I'd say, at the moment. John, I thought that scrum was unbelievable. I did not expect that first up. I mean, one of the things that, that Argentina, and particularly at home in a place like Mendoza, they don't like being bullied to that extent. And, you know, that continued that continued off the bench. It continued throughout the match. I, I thought the scrummaging exactly. side of it. So, you know, uh, Greg Feek's still there, Jason Ryan, uh, the impact that maybe Jace Ryan's having on this unit, this tight five. And I was, I thought Josh Lord was very, very good at lock. I thought the tight five was a terrific performance. Oh, exactly, mate, exactly. And that scrum just solidified in my mind that we've got everything to play for against the Springboks and we can match it, you know, with their props and their locks. And I think, um, like Dino was saying, Springboks haven't done well recently in New Zealand. I think they've won a, maybe one or two out of 20 in the last mm. 20 years or something like that. Some crazy statistic, but they're coming here full of confidence. Obviously, they sent most of their players to last week, so and they've been playing golf and kicking in Waiheke Island, I hear. So let's see if they're here for a holiday or they're here to win a footy game. But just quickly before yeah, I go, yep, um, the, absolutely, the Warriors, the Warriors, yep. the Warriors yeah. how brilliant were they? How brilliant were they? Well, I just thought it was a massive uh, step up from the previous week. They've just they just changed gear. They've got the ability to change gear now and and put the, put to, to bed a poor performance very very quickly like that. So I, I thought they were thorough, very very thorough. The Sharks will be an interesting test. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but uh, coming back home to play the Sharks on a bumper weekend in Auckland, uh, I'll look. I, if I was the Sharks, I'd be a tad worried. Nico Hines is going to be have to be at his very very best for me, John. You know, looking at all these teams that are in Auckland at the moment, I don't know where any training facilities would be. You've got all the soccer teams here, and then you've got the All Black Springboks and the Sharks coming over, so they might have to train in Hamilton, mate. Isn't it cool, eh, that uh, the women have said, that you can't have uh, Eden Park, fellas, it's ours for a while. Um, you can't have uh, X amount of grounds around the country, they're ours for a while. Uh, that is the power of money and the power of FIFA, John. Thanks very much. For your call. G'day, Cliff. Finally got you. G'day, Ian. Sorry, I didn't catch you before. Yeah, um, oh, just a quick word on the Warriors. I was yeah, really impressed. Look, the, the captain, Tamita Harris, what a, what a player. Yeah. I haven't seen a guy since, well, the previous captain we lost, uh, retired a couple of years or so back now. I just lost his name. He was a great player. But this boy, he, he just holds his team. He's like a rock. Uh, yeah, just yeah. good to see them playing well. Good to see them playing well. Uh, the cricket, I'm, I'm glad. Yep. I'm glad England won. I think the point of difference was the two bowlers they brought in, Wokes and Wood. They just made the difference. I, I think that really hurried their openers up. I was surprised at times that he didn't give Wood the new ball as quick as he did. He just gave them a little bit of time to get in. Uh, Mitchell Marsh with that guy. He let Marsh get out there and face quite a bit of strike before Wood got the ball back. 
in the first innings, and that was a bit, yeah, that was a bit odd. But uh, I just think the uh, the England they just need to chat. There's a few tweaks. Bearstow to me, he hasn't done enough with the bat to be carried as a gloveman who's got who's not that good. So to me, if they can get the keeper back in and then tweak it a bit, I think they've got a good chance because I think the Aussie batsmen. Definitely Lava Jane and Warner are badly out of nick. And they don't want anyone bowling over 145 at them. Um, yeah, so, look, it's, it's just good that the game is still, you know, the test series is still there. So that's the main thing for me. And uh, the All Blacks, the, um, I don't know about the um, Argentinians. Were they, were they really ready yet for a, a test match against us? It's hard to know if they if you get them early in the first up in the season. Are they, yeah, you know, they were a better second half team. Maybe they were just a bit. They just weren't ready. They didn't get out there in that first half and do anything. Well, they weren't allowed to, uh, and that's a good sign uh, from our point of view. I thought Neville. Um, I, I just thought uh, I was expecting a, a sort of an ease into it sort of performance. But uh, what I saw in the first uh, forty minutes was was quite. Quite strong, quite strong and quite overpowering. Too much for so for the Pumas. So, yeah, some good points there. Thank you very much for your call.